Hi, this is Jeff. If you have any interest in supporting this podcast, you can visit patreon.com backslash evolving podcast for more information. Thank you. Or do oh, you have oh, yeah, yeah. A recorded intro. <laughs> you don't have a recorded one? What? Like a recorded intro? Um, or you just have a, a script? I, I always know. I, I, usually what happens is I start it and then I forget that I have an intro. And like, seriously, like 10 seconds before I start, I'm like, <laughs> oh, God, I got to think of something. Because it's always, it goes like, this, I'll just do it right now. You're listening to Jeff Grant's Evolving Podcast, a podcast dedicated to real-life conversations i'll say something like <laughs> but then I, I realized like while i'm about to say it that i hadn't thought about it like at all and so i never think of anything good you should write it down yeah i should do that i i used to record conversations and then i'd record like an intro to it before and then uh it felt kind of unnecessary at a certain point like cheesy uh like uh I think I'd go too long. Like I'd be like, I'd, and I'd, I'd repeat stuff from the <laughs> interview, and it'd be like, I think I, I I did one with my niece one time, and I did like a it was like a five minute intro or something. And, That's too long. And she listened to it, and she was like, "Why do you do that? Like, just what? I don't know. It was kind of annoying to her. So I, I was like, she's kind of right. Like I don't. I know that people do that like on a lot of podcasts, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I had a lot to say. I could talk about something, but uh, I guess. Oh, I guess we're recording now, but yeah. Okay, I'll give some context mm-hmm. to what's going on. Okay. Okay, this is um, my first in-person interview with another person, like in a long time, maybe uh, over a year and a half or something. Oh wow! Uh, and I've done. I think this is the fourth or fifth time we've talked. I think it's the fifth. Is it the fifth? I it think it's the like fifth. Yeah. You've been on my podcast probably more than anybody else. Because yeah. you're always like down to do it. Yeah. You like recording. It's them. super fun. Yeah. and But every time we've talked, uh, my guest today is my friend Brian Carter. Uh, you have probably can tell that if you read the description of the episode. <laughs> but he's uh, my friend from a while back we've probably talked about this a lot in other episodes but yeah definitely i uh, uh if you haven't listened to any of the other episodes i live right now in like fort worth texas and brian lives in nashville and uh, i used to live up here he used to live in fort worth and then we kind of both migrated up here and then he's still here and uh i was wanting to take a trip so i came up here and we've recorded o- over the phone um, the last ep- episodes, but I'm actually staying at his house right now and this week, and um, we found a little time where we could actually record because it's been kind of busy. But uh, should I turn the fan off? Uh, if you want to, I don't really care. It, I don't. It doesn't bo- like extra sound doesn't bother me, but I don't know if it, That's people what you're listening saying. to to it. Care. Let me just turn it down at least. 
Okay, listeners, he's standing up. He's gonna. He's walking across the room, and he's turning the fan down. So if anyone is annoyed by the fan, you are about to be less annoyed by it. I feel like that's better. Yeah. Like, just naturally. Okay. We're trying to, get, like, uh, before we did this, um, Brian was, like, going through a whole process. He He's, like, he wanted to record, but he he was kind of nervous a little bit, I think. Yeah. I, well... Usually, like on the phone, like it's it's a different it's a different process. Like, cause I call you late at night, and then we like talk about something, <laughs> and then you're like, "Can I record this?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> but this was like, you brought all your equipment. And, it's like, uh, what time is it? Eight fifty one in the morning. Yeah. Or Saturday morning. Yeah. But, yeah. It's a different way of doing it. It's fun. This is a better way. I like recording this way more in on the phone but I don't it's know it's hard to do this it this is my first time <laughs> like, I prefer this too I wonder if I need both uh, of but I'm, I'm going through my processes of like getting used to this I'm feeling more comfortable now okay cool yeah I think it's the coffee you're kind of like you're like uh, do you care if I say, say this stuff what stuff what you were doing I mean you're just we're, we're in his living room and he was like it's kind of, let me kind of clean up the clutter a little bit here. And he's like, um, I think I'm going to go stand by the fire outside uh, for a minute. And I'm like, okay, just do what you got to do. So he, he kind of was getting in the headspace or something. Yeah. Sometimes with recording these things, you kind it's like you just have to dive in to the water. I think that's the way. Yeah. I, I stalled on the pins for a moment. What? The, the pins. Like I was, I was stalling. Oh, okay. Was, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, uh, I'm trying to think, like, thank you for letting me, like, sleep at your house. (laughs) (laughs) It's usually when I have guests, like, it's kind of stressful, but having you here has not, not been stressful at all. Good. Um, that was one thing I was kind of worried about a little bit, because I don't, I don't know. I don't travel as much as I probably should, and then I don't. I definitely don't travel yeah. and just stay at somebody's house for like six days or something. I think like having, well, definitely like not seeing people for like so long besides like the people that I work with, mm-hmm. like having people like other people around now has been like really, really good. It's been nice. I've realized like on this trip, like, cause I went to visit our friend, Josh Irwin, who's been on the podcast and his family in Eureka Springs. And, um, and then I came up here and I've been just kind of reconnecting with old friends, like people that are like really, really deep, good friends of mine that I just don't see or talk to that often. And it's felt like, I feel like there's this like huge part of me, like I was telling you the other day, like that, I don't know, like a big part of my heart is in Nashville and I've been away from it for 12 years. So it's been like really, it feels really good to come here and reconnect with people and like but it, everything. It, it, does it feel different from, like I know you've been trying to mm-hmm. like go to like the places that you went to before, but like does it feel different? Yeah, it does feel different. In what kind of way? Uh, I was telling, a lot of, the, I feel like a lot of this is us repeating stuff we've already said to each other probably, but. 
Um, I've already forgot. Okay, cool. (laughs) Like, uh, like when I lived in Nashville, I was very like boots on the ground kind of like I was like, I'd always walk around town. Like we lived more in the, uh, what you would call West Nashville area, kind of around like the Belmont area and uh, Vanderbilt. We were kind of in that part of the town a lot. And I went to a church like downtown. I spent a lot of time downtown and I didn't come to East Nashville a ton. I think the last few years I was here was, or probably the whole time I was here was that was like around when everybody was kind of migrating this direction. Though people lived here already, of course. But. Yeah. East Nashville like was cheap back then. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. That's why people like me and like artists and uh musicians like moved over here but now it's not cheap nashville's kind of a place where like i think if you're here for a a while it kind of you kind of drift around to different areas like you might come here and be in one area and then like uh like everybody i've run into that's like old friends it's like they all live like on different sides of town like I, i was talking to brian and i was like do you ever leave East Nashville? Or he was like, not really. And then I don't ever go to West Nashville. And then I went to West Nashville and I talked to somebody and they're like, Oh, I never go to East Nashville. Like everybody's kind of separated, which is normal. I guess I was talking to John last night, John Stevenson, and he was giving me a hard time for not leaving East Nashville. And I kept saying like, no, I don't go across the river. And he, he was like, like the river's not a barrier. And I was like, well, I mean, it, it actually is. It, it's a physical barrier. He's like, yeah, but there's bridges. And I was like, yeah, but like, I just don't want to go across them. <laughs> there are places, like you were saying, like I came, I kind of like the first night I was here, I drove, I did like a quick drive through uh, through town and went, I just really, I just drove by like places like coffee shops and places we used to hang out. And, um, but it was, I was telling you like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like, do I go to these places and like burn incense or like pray or something? <laughs> like you can't kind of like rekindle like the experience of being, I don't know. It's like, I think back then it might've been the same thing for you, but I remember I felt like I, I lived at somewhere, but I, I wasn't at home a ton. And I was always at like a coffee shop or some, like I was, felt like I was pretty plugged into the community here kind of. And then, uh, I don't, that's not how I am normally. Like, and also I don't like right now in Fort Worth, I don't, there are not like a lot of places where everybody goes and hangs out or there might be, but I don't really do that as much. I think Fort, Fort Worth is, is different in a way that like, it's not, it's not a, a city like Nashville where it's built on like culture necessarily. Mm Mm-hmm. Like Nashville is more of like a, a, it's similar, at least these days, it's more similar, well, no, it's even in the past, it's more similar to like, uh, like people that could live in New York and LA. So they're always looking for like that same sort of like village vibe that you would get if you're in the city in New York mm-hmm. or, you know, I think, I think that's, that's a big difference. And that's why they're like when you go to West Nashville and people don't come to East Nashville, like they've set up like their own little like village of sorts. At least that's how I feel about it. it. Yeah, it's funny like seeing uh, 
you'd go to one area where you're like, I remember going to this coffee shop and that, and it's like, it was kind of ground level. Like it felt kind of normal. Mm-hmm. And then, then like all these, there's like a condo next to it now, or like some, there's all these new, new buildings yeah. and it's all like, uh, you can tell it's kind of a hip young place when you're like, I don't know if I would hang out here now as much as I, when I used to, but it's, I feel like, like going around, like even out to your restaurant, do you want me to say where you work? Yeah. A redheaded stranger. Like it felt like a newer kind of area, sort of. I don't, you know way more about it than I do. I, don't, I just drove. Well, I mean, it's a new area. This is somewhat political, but it's a, it's a new area to middle-class white people. Like it's been, it's in the moments of gentrification. Uh, classically, it was uh, like a poor neighborhood dom- dominated by black culture. And this is something that's been going on in Nashville for quite a while, even with me moving, oh, yeah. moving over here. Because the, the community that we're in right now, when I moved in, wasn't necessarily... Uh, dominated by black residents but it was dominated by uh poorer residents and now it's totally different and that's just something that's been going on well it's not just nashville but just across the u.s yeah it's interesting driving around just because this is like no obvious for like people who live here but it's like there's all these like old houses that look like they were built like in the 40s or 50s or maybe or i don't know but 30s 30s yeah most like most of them over there are like 30s and then my house is a post-war which was built in the 50s okay yeah it's like an intermix of that and then like next door there's like like two houses down there's like these two like brand new like big yeah we call them skinny talls yeah 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 and then you go, even when you got kind of go down into East Nashville, it's all the, there's like an abandoned building and like next to it, there's like a hip <laughs> coffee shop or something. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Cause, or I, th- I think I was, I was thinking this kind of like going to your current restaurant last night or, uh, like it, it's like, there's, I, and I was thinking like, if I was still in Nashville, like, I don't know, it feels like if you're here, you kind of, you go to one place. And you hang out there, and then like maybe the next year you're kind of migrate to this other place, and then you kind of it all. It, it I don't know if I'd want because I don't want to go down to the old places because there's like traffic everywhere. And, <laughs> yes. Like yeah. I was when I was going to the barista parlor yesterday, I was like, I hope the traffic. Is, that was like my one thing. I was like, I don't want to have to it to be like a whole event, like trying to park and all this kind of stuff. And then it wasn't really that bad, but. Um, that was kind of my, because a part of me was like, because I went, I went out to Opry Mills Mall uh, to get some Crocs, because like the Carters like all wear Crocs, and I feel like I want to fit in with them and stuff. And a part of me was like, why don't I just hang out at a Starbucks at by the mall or something? And then I was like, decided against that. But I was kind of in a mood where I was like, maybe if I still lived here, I'd just go do normal things. I wouldn't be like as involved in like all the middle of the town that's hip stuff i think that's why i don't like travel across the river just for a moment when you said crocs i uh yeah i thought and maybe this is the moment but like i thought this conversation is gonna like devolve into just talking about crocs (laughs) (laughs) we were like before we started i kept we kept saying like 
what if like in one hour we're having a deep conversation about like <laughs> like shells and shellfish or something and then brian like had opinions on on that so i was like oh wait he actually it's not like a nonsense topic. no i do like water life <laughs> <laughs> brian cleaned he before we did this he uh, my i don't know why i'm saying this but my phone had like dirt has dirt in like the connecting thing <laughs> and i haven't been able to charge it like through the i was telling him how i haven't been able to record a podcast through my phone because i can't connect the thing the lightning jet the, yeah i can't in, <laughs> do anything into the because that's how you'd like record a phone conversation and then he was like let me see it and then he had like a little tool and he like i think he cleaned it out and i can now use it yeah there was there was quite a bit of guff in there it was mostly like pocket lint and like uh I don't secret know. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah but do you uh, like the crocs i do yeah i've worn them since Okay, I went up, I bought them, and then I had my whole, like, thing of, do I go to Starbucks? Do I go to, like, a real <laughs> coffee shop in Nashville? Um, and then I went to the real place, I guess. And then uh, after I got back to your house, I put them on. And I've been wearing them. Ever since? Since. Really? I didn't sleep in them, but I wore them. <laughs> yeah, I mean. You I wore them up because I went and ate at his restaurant last night, and I wore them. Um, I wanted to, like, I, feel like a person. I really... I'm really working on, like, I don't know how, like, sponsorships work or any of that stuff, but, like, I think the word ambassador is, like, the best word. I want to be, like, an ambassador for Crocs because I love them so much. Like, they're not only... <laughs> I need to put, like, when I put this out, I'll put a hashtag Crocs, Crocs. and maybe they'll find it. <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything you want to say to Crocs? Like, like yeah. Speak from your heart. Uh, I've, 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 I've sent them plenty of dms on instagram but i'll say it again like they're not only like the most comfortable shoe you'll ever wear the style <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm trying not to smile i was like he's kind of on this like really sincere like we should train okay that should be like when you post it you should just have a picture of the croc oh, i'll take a picture right yeah now. oh and i'm wearing my super cool like tie-dye sweatpants too uh yeah they're not only like super comfy uh they're like utilitarian and uh the style of them like is really a statement <laughs> <laughs> is that a good picture yeah what <sighs> yeah i always forget it makes the sound when you take anyway i guess this uh, i overthink I, I was like it might be louder because I cleaned out your speaker. Oh, yeah. yeah. You cleaned out my speaker, too. Yeah. It looks really good, and I'm looking in the, my phone right I now. I mean, it should be, like, brand new-ish. I was about to say that I should. I usually leave the phone on silence, so you, silent so you can't hear the picture being taken. Yeah. But then I, I realized that it was the microphone was picking up the picture taking, <laughs> so maybe it was better for the audio medium. <laughs> anyway. We didn't even, plan, yeah. we didn't plan out anything to talk about, but I guess we'll just, like, we just ramble anyway. Yeah, this is how we talk. Uh, yeah, I, I have been thinking a lot about Nashville and, like, kind of the, it's interesting to, I haven't been here in 12 years, <laughs> and I, it's interesting to see just how it's changed, kind of in a, taking a break from it, and it's, it feels different in a way. Like, I, I keep, I keep wondering, because 
like the main reason I live in Fort Worth is because like my parents lived there and I like I I'd like being near them, I guess. Uh, if I have the option, <laughs> but uh, I feel like uh, I, it's almost like I have family in Texas, and then all my friends like live other places. It seems like so it's fun. It's I feel like I'm like getting to be this other version of myself or something. <laughs> like being here, it's like ah, oh, I can hang out with my buddies and and everything. It's nice. It's been that's been a big nice thing. I, I thought I would be going to places and and stuff but it's been more about visiting like a handful of friends which has been good so your vision of coming here was more like seeing the city and then also like seeing the city as like a as a primary and then like having friends to hang out with i was wondering if secondary. a part of me thought maybe i don't i didn't know how the scene was right now like because there used to be like shows like every night to the point where it was kind of annoying yeah. So I thought maybe there's some 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 like awesome band was gonna be playing at some little yeah. place one night, but I don't know how bustling the the, the all the venues are no, at the moment. Like most, still the the venues are still mostly shut down. I bought my first concert ticket for April thirtieth, mm. but uh, yeah. I mean, that's another weird thing to be in Nashville and not have like you know music to go see or it was um, really a thing where like it's, it's almost like every night or every other night someone you know is like hey i'm gonna be playing at this place and then like maybe you try to go but at a certain point you're like i, I remember i would play shows around nashville and i'd tell my friends and they'd all be like okay cool man like at a certain point everyone's seeing it and they don't yeah man i actually forgot about that like it was actually pretty annoying that everybody would invite you to a show because i think you would spend at least 90 percent of those invites just saying no i can't go because i'm going to this other show and <laughs> <laughs> like you're in, you end up hurting like more people's feelings by attending a show than just like not attending any shows <laughs> you get to where like as a person who was here like writing songs and stuff and like burning cds and giving them out to people like you get to a point where you're like you don't feel like you're sharing anything special or you're like, you're just like the annoying guy that's like, I have a CD. This is what I did. I recorded it on Music yeah, Row. I, man, that's the or, first, that's the first I've thought about that. It's a like, weird thing. It was almost to the point of like, like begging. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember like, uh, this is like pretty, this is probably too honest. You, uh, as a songwriter like in Nashville someone would give me a music and I'd be like probably not as good as my music <laughs> or like or like they're pretty good but I don't know I'd always like be complaining or like if they were really good I'd be like mm, I hate this town like <laughs> who cares who cares if they're good and they're better than me I don't care like you're kind of that's probably it, that could get like unhealthy but I remember that that part of it is like you're always comparing your your uh, work with other people people because there's so many like talented people here but it's kind of a thing too where you're you'd talk to like someone who's like you know famous and traveling in the world and you're just or whatever and then like they then you the next person you talk to is like they've they're like almost homeless and they've been in town <laughs> since like for 20 years and they're like you know maybe not even that good but they've been writing songs i don't know you know it's kind of there's all kinds of spectrums 
all across the spectrum of people. Yeah, I always wonder because there are studio studio musicians that you know played on some prominent albums that we all listen to that like end up on the streets. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's a real thing. Like even that's another like even the buskers in Nashville are more talented than. Uh, are more talented than a lot of the musicians in other cities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's not like just, that's not all of them, but I don't want to like, I don't want to offend musicians. In like this cities. one guy, let me just tell you his name. You get, I remember, like, I think this is a thing that happens too, is if you live here and you make music or if you're just around it a lot, you kind of get calloused to a lot of it, like to where yeah, sure. you're like, I remember going places to see. I, I I don't know what it was. It was like you'd want to be open to it, but then you'd be really super critical to it. And like if I think if like um, other shows in other cities, or yeah, I feel yeah, like in other yeah. cities maybe the music would be more appreciated in a way. But in, in up here, like it's kind of a the every, there's a lot of people who like listen to like tons and tons and tons of music, and maybe their taste is like real pristine and like kind of all this or whatever. Oh, cult- so you're cultivated taste. So you kind of feel like you're trying to please like this, like you don't know what you're, what people are looking for or whatever. I don't know, but well, yeah. And Nashville used to be dominated by country music, but now it's just, uh, is this a Nashville like episode? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's recorded in, That's this is, true. I think this is the first, episode recorded not in texas oh really though i've talked to people in other states and countries and stuff but uh this is the first one with yeah i lost my train of thought what i was about to say i think i did too (laughs) oh no uh we were talking about like um music in nashville kind of yeah nashville is like like considered to be dominated by country music but there's like so many songwriters moved here like it's no longer just you know country music usa there's all types of yeah that was something i learned like really quickly when i got here because i i remember like country music and like christian music like is big yeah and but then you there's like all these like indie bands and like punk bands and stuff like that like there's like a scene with all that stuff that's pretty like vibrant at least it was back then yeah i don't, I don't know, know what much it is. about like, the punk scene anymore it's almost like a big like just a deep appreciation for music in general here i feel like and it, that was a cool thing about living here is because it's almost like like any person you talk to like loves like all these albums you've never heard of and so you get like tons of recommendations and i was going through, through my i have like apple music and like brian when i was first got here and he was telling me about some bands you were I was trying to go through what I've been listening to, and I was looking through my like <laughs> recent albums, and I was like, I don't want to tell him this stuff. This is not interesting music. Like, this is just like, hi, I'm 41 years old, and this is the <laughs> music I listen to. It wasn't it was like. Uh, what was the like? What's the most interesting thing you're listening to? Um, I don't know. Like, I've always been a big like Weezer fan and stuff, so I've been listening to their new album, like and that? then I was like, would Brian care about this? I don't know. I didn't know they had a new album. Which they have an album. It's called OK Human. 
and it's like all like piano based what stuff with like symphony on how, top of it how have i not listened to that? it came out it was kind of like a they put it out like in january i think oh, okay and uh it's actually i like it a lot it's cool it's it's very uh the style is different than usual but you can still hear there's still like a real poppy type rock element yeah. to it i don't know that's a little but, mainstream for me <laughs> <laughs> no i was waiting for you to say it. yeah i mean it was set up for that they recorded this album like in a basement in a haunted basement that was abandoned uh and they made no money off it <laughs> okay it's cool <laughs> <laughs> it's funny yeah I've been uh, hanging out with Brian's kids and stuff like a lot since I've been here. I didn't think I was going to, I wasn't sure what the trip was going to be like, but like, yeah, I thought I was going to be traveling, driving around and seeing old friends. And a lot of the time uh, has been like just hanging out with his kids, like doing whatever they're into. And they don't care about the music scene. I've noticed they don't seem like they care. (laughs) No, (laughs) and Annie, Annie doesn't care. She's more like, do you want to go, uh, Watch me jump on the trampoline. <laughs> Do you want to go? Let's go play by the fire. That's been really fun. It's been a nice time with the, with them. Tuck is really funny. and I was telling him, like, is it okay if we talk about your kids? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. I don't know. I was thinking about how, like, sometimes when you hang out with kids, like, it's kind of a a wrestling match. Like, you're like... Oh, I've got to do this thing they want to do and it's kind of exhausting and I don't feel that way with with them like they're to me like they're real easy to hang out with and yeah they're fu- really funny Annie was like cracking me up like yesterday they're the best for sure yeah, I, like, <laughs> I like your kids and I was excited because I'd never met Annie before I came on this trip so I was like looking forward to it and it was fun to I, I think in my mind I thought I was gonna meet her and she just was gonna be like okay whatever like that's like my dad's friend and some dude, some man is like sleeping on the couch. <laughs> but and, but she's been like real uh, no, like wanting not- to hang out and she's just like, what are you going to do next? Are you going to go, where are you going now? How, she was, she actually like, I'd come home and she'd be like, so, how is your how writing? Was your did you go, what did you write about today? And then she'd be like, so how was lunch? Like she really said that and I was like, la- I like laughing because it was like, I just went to McDonald's or whatever. When I told her that you were leaving yesterday, she got, like, she was almost crying. She got super sad. Really? Yeah. I almost... And she was like, whenever they left... He's going to come back, right? <laughs> whenever... So now you have to come back. They were leaving... She was leaving yesterday. Like, I was like, bye, Annie. I guess I'll... It was kind of like hitting me. I was like, I guess I'll see you in, like, 10 years or something. <laughs> Which I hope it's not that long, but I was kind of like that sucks like you're kind of like i'll see this person like when they're like seven years old and then hopefully it won't be that long but i was gonna go try to hug her but she was like i think she was trying to hide a little bit and i didn't want to like yeah hey but then i got back in your house and i kind of was like i almost cried dude i was like man that was really cool like i mean y'all hanging out with them yeah y'all bonded for sure she doesn't well both the kids don't like they don't like saying hello and they don't like saying goodbye. Really? Yeah. Okay. They've always been that way. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I was really thankful to have some time. I, I was glad that it wasn't, we actually did get to just hang out and spend time together and it wasn't like rushed. Like I felt like we got to really bond and stuff. And that was, yeah, this whole week nice. has been like, 
I don't know. It feels like time has like slowed down. Even like even for me, like having like at work, like going to work or whatnot. Like it just feels like, I don't know, incredibly relaxing. That's good. Yeah. What did you text me the other day? Because we were we were talking about doing a oh. podcast and we didn't know what. No, uh, I got like that. I thought it was like an incredible idea, but I might have. It might be one of those things where. <laughs> Like it's a good idea at the time. <laughs> you're like making uh, like burritos and stuff, and you're like, "Oh, oh we can talk yeah. about this." <laughs> oh, do you want me to read it? What yeah, you texted yeah. me? Because I I don't remember anything about it. This is just uh, Wednesday, seven forty six p.m. Brian Carter. A good podcast concept: the knowledge we hold that isn't written down, just things learned through experiencing life and oh. our different paths to gain that knowledge. Yeah, that. That that's something I would have to like make notes on and stuff. Okay. It's like I was thinking about like how <laughs> <laughs> how people like passed on the knowledge of fire. Like that I think that's where it came from. So like what are the like the modern day things that we've like gained the knowledge of that we don't gain from like books or like there's something that's passed on to you from like some like it says it in the text <laughs> <laughs> the the knowledge that we've gained through like life experiences like how how we deal with certain things i maybe it was like emotional maybe that's i'm not sure i'm trying to think of i, I want to i feel like i could probably relate to this but i'm not you like I don't have like for, like for yet. you like writing like uh-huh it wasn't you didn't go to school for it no and you've i mean you're prolific mm-hmm. like it seems like you write non-stop but that like, was a thing i was thinking about too with before i moved to nashville i moved here when i was like 22 and i would write before then but it wasn't but when i moved here it was like i left my family and it's weird to go from like having like a community and you just leave everybody and suddenly you're in a new place and then everybody you meet you introduce yourself as a songwriter from texas like you moved to tech to nashville to write songs and that's just you it really focused me on writing songs it was like every time i had free time or i had a ton of free time suddenly because i wasn't around my family as much and doing whatever we would normally do and it kind of laser focused me on writing and it uh, and also being away from everybody like made me th- like, think like I don't want to I don't want to waste my time while I'm here and I want to like just keep going with this. But so a lot of I was telling you like I think last night I was like I feel like a lot of my memories of Nashville are like not even being around people but like being like alone like going and writing in coffee shops or or like so much of my life then was like having like a little knapsack or something with like a <laughs> notebook in it and yeah. I have so many like notebooks. They're, they're just old scribbly notebooks, like with songs or whatever. And, but I feel like I learned how to be a writer here. So it's, it's like the town I learned where I, the place where I learned how to write. And I still write all the time now. But I wonder if like if I didn't do the, if I didn't come here, if I would have been able to explore it as much as I did. Well, then, but I think the I don't think the location is the most important thing there I think the people that you're sur- surrounded by at the time because uh-huh. I mean 
Ur is a songwriter. At that time, when I was living at your place, I was writing. Richie was writing. Like, we were just kind of surrounded by We all by wrote. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we were all, like, self-taught. Uh-huh. None of us went to school for it. And it kind of, like, fueled the fire for each of us to, like, be better than the other. Like, there was, like, a sense of competition. Yeah. For s- some of us, it was more friendly. <laughs> <laughs> were so, y'all, were you, did you have, like, a more combative, like, competition with about writing with? No, Richie was combative. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And Richie has just like incredible raw talent. Uh-huh. Or yeah. did. I don't I haven't read anything of his in quite a while. And I felt like for me it was like a it was a trial. Like it was like I had to work at it. Where Richie could just like throw something and you as well and Ur as well. I if I felt like I was like the lesser. Really? Yeah. I always thought you were more, uh, I don't know, you were like more of like the pure soul, like poet type guy or something. I don't know. Yeah. And you're always like, uh, if I'm feeling like stupid about my music and stuff, I go talk to you. I always feel like you always make me feel better about it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I've been a fan of your music since like the first tape that I ever got. Yeah, you have like Which tapes was, of the stuff. I have all the all the tapes. I don't have those. <laughs> oh, we should have brought those out. I'll no. I don't have a tape player. But I mean, to, we could look at them. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of the I don't know, it's kind of it's that time of your life when you're just living with other people who are similar to you like before you have your own family or whatever and you're kind of just getting to go full blast like in that direction yeah even before we moved to nashville i remember in fort worth like we'd go to like go downtown fort worth or go to that barnes and noble that used to be down there and Mm -hmm. it would be like we'd all have like our little notebooks and be like you have notebooks you write in oh wow i do too (laughs) i don't know i'm trying to remember that time like how creative we were yeah when we were in waco and like i can it's one of those memories that's like seared in my brain. When we were in Waco, you, me, and Rich went to one of the uh, like pavilions there, and we all like I was like, mm-hmm. let's do a writing exercise. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, like there was we like, like a wrote a little bit and then we'd pass it yeah. over yeah. to the next guy. But that's I mean, funny. like that's yeah, like that's when like I think we were like learning the most about like like how what our styles would be mm-hmm. like i guess i don't know it's funny like i, I hadn't written anything yeah. in so long i was telling you like uh i think wednesday night i went to visit with some friends and the it was a uh, brian and liz Threlkeld who i was they're good friends before i left uh nashville and i spent like the last year when i lived here like in 2008 hanging out with brian and he's like a uh recording engineer kind of guy like he, he does a lot he makes a lot of real interesting music and we'd kind of just become friends and then we we just that whole year like i'd just go over to his house and we'd work on one song and then like the next week we'd try to record some other song and it was kind of this long term kind of recording project it, the album was called the human endeavor that came out of that but i'd found 
or uh, we were it was kind of funny because we'd worked together like so intensely for like that whole time and then like suddenly we were back in the same place like every time i think about that i have to tell my side of the story or, or something but it was cool to be with the person you made it with and be like remember we did this oh wait we did oh we did this and then like i was remembering things and then he was remembering things and it was, it was kind of neat to have because it was only he and i so it was like i don't know it's only our memories of it really but and then he he found like a old hard drive with all these like demos that we'd recorded that I'd I hadn't listened to like in a long time. I forgot about m- the songs kind of. And uh, anyway, he like burned me like CDs of them. And I was driving around like when I drove back to your house that night. It's one of my favorite. It was things. like yeah, talking about like kind of looking back at like and like what you used to do. Like I'm, it's kind of funny. You're like you're critical, but you're also kind of like like I'd be like I feel like I'm super whiny but it's like uh i don't know i don't remember if it was a text i hope it's a text but like when you were explaining it and you said like you were were listening to your music and i told you this oh on instagram i put it oh that's yeah you're you're like when you're listening to it but then like you're like listening to your music but then you said he referring to yourself I thought that was like super cool. Like it was like not, it wasn't you. It was like the past you that you could like look at from afar. It was weird. <laughs> it's weird because you're like, I was listening to myself like commenting very like, or the songs were like very much about what was going on in my life like right then, and like a lot of them were about being like sick of being in Nashville and like <laughs> not feeling appreciated or something, and that kind of like I, I think. I don't know. I think when I write songs, I kind of like, sometimes you just, you let yourself kind of express things that maybe might seem negative or kind of whiny or something. It's a kind of like an outlet, but then I don't know. I probably still do that honestly now, but I, when I listen to it now, I've, you, you know, when you look back and you're like, man, I was like so stressed out about stuff that I don't even care about anymore. Like, or not the stuff that was like really getting to me like or i just i feel like who cares and it's funny looking back in that way the the human endeavor though if you like you go back and listen to it it's almost like journal entries yeah like that's that's a lot of my music is like that i think didn't barf oh maybe not no that's a journal oh yeah i didn't oh yeah it was because i didn't throw up that day and i was like i was like i should write a song about this which is a banger (laughs) if you if if the listeners haven't heard that you gotta you gotta throw that out there didn't barf yeah yeah i don't know i don't know if i want to just talk about my own music the whole time we can i'm just saying i mean it's the nashville episode so that yeah you know it's been cool to like remember it was it was cool to listen to that and it was just so weird because a part of me is like this is better than i thought it was at a time and then a part of me other parts of it i'm like this is not very good like this is you kind of realize you notice like little subtle things like that you did differently like you know 12 years ago or whatever well i wonder because most of the recordings you do now are like all like all you you Mm -hmm. don't necessarily have a producer or an engineer or any of that stuff which on what you did two recordings like two albums here 
with here yeah or is it three i recorded like a few like yeah demo type things that i put out not as albums, albums but they're not really they're just like EPs. recording well they're full there's like a bunch of songs but there would be like just guitar vocal kind of thing yeah but uh yeah the main things i did was that thing with ken coomer like uh, and pete and pete God, and josh oh, that's so good and that uh that, that one's called six subjects that's on it's on like spotify and apple music and every place i haven't listened to that in a while yeah would it be weird if i put it on later while you're here actually I'll i don't care no i was thought even like right now i was like while we're recording this yeah we have to talk over it this song's about this thing you know <laughs> yeah that we that was one thing and then that was kind of like a big that was like a band a very short-lived band that was very, i don't know it's it's it i i have fond memories of that time and like recording with pete and josh and that's really the only time josh and i like really recorded like as a band kind of together and then it kind of just dissolved all quickly and then um it was kind of brought together because i'd made i'd had that connection with ken mm-hmm. and uh it kind of became the band for that thing and, and i think ken playing drums on the album mm-hmm. oh that's so cool yeah that was when i think about that album it's it's not even about the song to me it's more about like it's like the culmination of being in nashville like yeah. i was here and i recorded with this like badass like yeah dude who's totally. who, like from these bands i like love and kind of unreal and then the next and then yeah and then the next like kind of big recording thing was the human endeavor that i did with uh brian like the thing i was we were talking about but like uh, is it different now when you record like i wonder like if not having that other person like mm-hmm. in the room when you're recording or that other person listening to you I wonder if it like I'm wondering if it like frees you up to I think it works both ways I think in some ways it it frees you up in some ways it it, because you're kind of like when you're collaborating with someone like you're both kind of throwing ideas in and you're like I I don't know like I could sing a song and in my mind I'm like I think this is really good and they might be like "Eh." yeah or they might really like a song that I don't care about that much or something that kind of thing happens so it kind of, uh, it's fun to uh, collaborate on in that way. These days, I don't. I think it would be hard because a lot of the, the way I record is like just, like I do it by myself, and then I'll have to edit it, and all. I just have to find time like, to record like other guitar parts or whatever else. It I'm takes you a lot, long, a lot longer. Yeah, but I have. I've also thought like it'd be kind of nice to, not have to just be the songwriter. And not have to think about like all the other parts Let of somebody it. Somebody figure out. I think it's yeah. fun to do all that stuff, but I feel like my main. I wouldn't be as into recording as I am if I wasn't into songwriting first. Like it's all kind of about trying to. Like I just feel like get into like, for, like personally, like I would enjoy recording by myself more, because I would feel like, like, not not having an audience even though it is just you know an audience of one or whatever Mm -hmm. that you you're able to like do things and express things that you normally wouldn't 
Yeah. I don't know. Well, I remember whenever I was in that band with Josh and Pete, like it was because it was like a pretty big group because we had like the band and then we had people who were kind of around us a little mm-hmm. bit. And I remember, I, I remember feeling like I'd gone from like riding a bike by myself to like trying to drive a bus yeah. with all these people and i remember that because being of the structure? it became more of a like yeah it was it became more of like a the challenges were about like okay are you free on next tuesday night yeah no what about thursday and then it was yeah. kind of then you're trying to organize the, the but that's one of the things that's cool about a band is like it's not just you by yourself and you can kind of lean on each other and and uh but then it then it kind of becomes like a I don't know. We never we weren't in that long enough to where it was like Josh is like or cuz we would have probably sung both of our songs eventually cuz Josh is write songs and mm-hmm. we we would have like you know written together more. Man, that would have been cool. Yeah. I was telling wow. Josh when I was down there I was like or when I was over up visiting him in Eureka Springs we were talking about like songwriting and stuff and I was we were talking about when we made that album and how it was like a cool experience and I was like sometimes when I get together with him we'll be like let's play that song so we'll play uh, I'm Full of Holes which is one of the songs on that and then I was like you know what like I don't even really like that song anymore what really like I don't have a connection to it I was like I want to write if we I was like I wish we had new songs we could you know what I mean like I, yeah. I don't want to just look back at Are you putting stuff the band back together? I would like to make that using this opportunity <laughs> as a point time. I would, I would enjoy um, doing that. But I, I, bet, I mean, Pete's always down to rip. Yeah. I would. Pete's somebody I was kind of wanting to see when I was here, but I haven't. I don't yeah. talk to him very much, but. I'll text him later. He's messaged me like about like recording. Does he know you're part. in town? I don't know. Remind me to text him later. Okay. I haven't I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. It's fu- it is funny. There are different like uh, eras of making music and kind of different ways of doing it. I I don't mind. I like the solitary thing, kind of. I think because of I'm more my I'm more of a writer personality. So like mm-hmm. so like solitude doesn't bother me. I kind of enjoy it. I feel like I can think a little more clearly doing that. This is more about me than I was expecting it to be. That's good. Right? I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean the other ones are I cool. like it, but I don't know if people want to hear been more about, about you. Me, so let's talk about you now. No. <laughs> Do you want to talk about I did want to say like about the the structure of like when you were playing with a band. It was like seeing a different obviously like seeing a different group because you're shows normally are like so unstructured mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's one of the oh, things, yeah one of the things i enjoy like just the well for one the banter and then how you'll start a song <laughs> and then like be like no i'm not gonna play that <laughs> this is boring this is boring <laughs> this to is me boring. yeah yeah i've that's a funny thing like i never played i never played out before i moved to nashville and then i did a few like shows here and there i never really played all the time but i i feel like i never really developed my like performing side sort of so, i don't think it ever needed to be developed i think yeah. it was it was just so natural but, uh, 
I don't I don't feel like a natural performer really. You played a show in this house right over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was can, thinking we, about we, that we a can minute point ago. At it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was doing house shows for a little while. I remember that was fun. Erwin and Rich. Rich played. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think, I think I he think did. That's the only time uh, he's ever played a show. Like a solo show. Oh wow. Those were fun. I like doing house shows. I just don't, I don't know. I don't play shows very often. I, f- I feel like I should try to do that more, but I don't, it always makes, especially when it was like a place where you're, you know, there's going to be like all these people there and in your mind, you're like, <laughs> do I remember how to play these songs? Uh, and then you're like, people are getting like babysitters and coming to this stuff. And like, you mean when there's an, you're just constantly, there's an audience <laughs> and I'd always, I remember like when I do that, like, cause I'd always be like working at my job, like all day long and then have to like go do this thing and the whole day I'm just like I wish I could just actually think about the music and then you go up there and I also had this thing when I'd perform where I was like because uh, I'd, I'd get self-conscious and then I'd just be like I'd get in my the mindset of like I have to be comfortable with this being like the most embarrassing like thing <laughs> like people would ask like what's your most embarrassing moment and I'm like anytime I'm like on a stage trying to sing songs like because like everything it feels it just feels like an opportunity for like everything to go wrong and so, to look like a total idiot and you have to kind of be cool with it and the cooler you the most com- more comfortable you are with that like then the, the more entertaining it is for other people you're so. you're more comfortable you'd be more comfortable playing a show if there wasn't an audience <laughs> probably i'd probably get bored though yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's that's quite a dichotomy wait yeah no, it always surprises me when I'm like, if I play a song for somebody and they like it, <laughs> that sounds funny. <laughs> it's always like, wait, what? Like, weird. I played a song I wrote for another person and they responded to it. Like, which is why you write weird. songs. <laughs> I know. That's why I, that should be like why I do it. Like, is that not, that's not why you do it. Is I don't it know. Maybe for, it is like in, so I don't do know. It for yourself. Uh, only. And then the, this is a deep, this, I feel like I'm thinking deeper about this stuff than I have in a while trying to answer these, your question. Uh, what would, what would you say? Like, based on what you just said, you're, when you get a, a response from a listener, it surprises you. It's really strange. Like, uh, whenever I don't, I think I'm not the type of person that I don't feel like I make an impact on people very much. I feel like I'm more of a passive personality kind of. Mm -hmm. So when you say like, or it's funny to think like someone could have seen you play at some point and maybe remembered like a song or something you said and you'd be like, you remembered something I did? Like we live in the same world. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you don't think of. Like what I'm hearing from that is <clears throat> like you as an artist, like your writing and recordings aren't for an audience. Like they're for yourself. They probably, which is, I mean, I'm not saying there's a good or bad to any of that, but like to understand that is, it's probably how I process things. I, I know that. Um, okay. I remember this is like when I was around like, 19 or 20 
or it might have been it doesn't matter what age i was with it was when i was early on in songwriting and i realized that uh i liked songs that were sung in first person like a johnny cash song oh, yeah, yeah. sing like i did this i yep, did this yeah and i remember feeling like i'd always relate to them more than a storytelling yeah type. and yeah. so i think i kind of became that kind of became how i wrote to the point where you're kind of like even talking now like everything is so i did this i did this i did, i i i which could be annoying but i, I know that like that's if you're listening to people talk that's how everybody talks that, like that i think well, everybody people don't talk about themselves in the third person really no <laughs> <laughs> i mean some people do i don't i think that, that became be my natural writing style and because I, I remember thinking it was more easy to listen to sometimes not that that's the only way to write but I, I was just not surprised but when you said that you like are surprised by an audience's response it just made me think when i write i write for me but i'm also writing to like express the feeling that i have in a way that somebody that reads it will feel the same feeling yeah in their in their own experience and it sounds like so much more freeing to not have to like think about that i have yeah i think uh i think sense? i know what you're saying and i i realize like uh um, i think how to explain man we we, we got on deep dude yeah and then like uh well um no, it's it's that thing where you realize that you don't even have to think about writing something that's relatable. Like people will relate to it. People like naturally kind of. It's just communication. It's like people will, will mm-hmm. that even with like podcasting. Like sometimes you'll be like, even if you feel like you're not talking about any, anything at all. Like this actually feels like an interesting conversation. But I'll, <laughs> I've yeah. had a, like sometimes I'll be like. I'm just saying you're just saying words like they're not this you're just talking about boring stuff but then people will people still kind of get something out of it sometimes like when we were talking about crocs yeah yeah i I mean i I thought that was interesting (laughs) and then crocs uh yeah later on we'll be like remember when we did that podcast and then crocs contacted you and now you are there a special spokesperson and you're in like all those commercials and I don't want to be in a commercial. I just want to like get free Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> My Crocs are. I got these yesterday, and like your all your your Crocs and your your kids' Crocs, they're all like lived in, and mine are like they're fresh. Yeah. And I'm not. Brian's like a super outdoorsy kind of guy, and I'm like a. I go outside to take the trash out or get the mail. I don't go sit out in the backyard. A lot. I probably should, but so I I hope I wear these. Do you know what it's think, called when you have the little strap flip forward? Oh, uh, house shoe or, or no? Is it, does it have like an official name? Two wheel drive. What? Two wheel drive. <laughs> and then when you flip it back onto your heel, that's four wheel drive. Is this like an official Crocs thing, or is that no. like a Brian Carter? No, I I thought I had come up with that, and then come to find out two wheel drive come to find out like other people have thought of it as well because when it's forward it's like a it's sandal yeah it's just like you know lazy man 
when you put the strap back, it's kind of like more of a shoe, kind of. Yeah, you can get some activities done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know if I'd want to go like walking a long way in these, but yeah. they're good oh, for. Wait, really? No, you can. You, you can? can put some miles on them. You were like you wear your Crocs to work, right? Oh yeah. I, I was wondering if like that was the only comfortable. time I, I wear sho- other shoes, well. I, I wear exercise shoes, and then, like, if I'm going to a special event, like a wedding or a funeral, I wear cowboy boots. I thought you were going <laughs> to say, I wear my formal Crocs. <laughs> well, I do have going out Crocs, <laughs> and I have lawn mowing Crocs, and, like, lounging Crocs. And How many pairs do you have? I think five. Five? <laughs> yeah. It could and, be six. <laughs> and Tuck has two, I think, or... Uh, right. yeah, yeah. And Annie has one? Annie has two, but she won't wear the other pair because they're, the strap's gone, so they're stuck in two-wheel drive. <laughs> oh, <laughs> stuck in two-wheel drive. <laughs> I feel like we, like, hit, like, a storyline there of sorts. Where you want to get like, back to we, it? We peaked. No. I, I think we should come back to that at, like, another time. Songwriting After, or a... Uh, just, yeah, like... The writing side of things. I'm trying to remember where I heard. I think it's that thing where I feel like I read a book about it. It's, it's something like with writing, like people think about with with writing is like uh, people can usually relate to things better than you expect them to. Like they kind of want to connect with what you're saying. They want to connect with what you're saying through their own experience. Yeah, like the way, okay, like if I'm listening to like a songwriter, like, you know that feeling like when you listen to, I mean, there's like a lot of music, you listen to certain artists and it's like for some reason you almost feel more like awake, like in a part of yourself, like that you never, you're like something about the way they write and the way they sing or something like it unlocks something in me. Like you kind of want to, when you write songs, you want to be able to do that to somebody. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know that not everybody's going to respond the same. But also, like, if I go to a show, I'm not the t- I'm not the type to go to a show and like dance around and stuff. I'm usually just sitting there, like, completely motionless, absorbing. just yeah. absorbing it. Yeah. yeah. But I still in- enjoy it. Like, and that's how yeah, totally. I like enjoy music. So if I was playing a show and I looked out and people were just standing there, in my mind, I'm thinking, they don't like this. They're bored. But they might be really engaged, and yeah. I'm just not realizing it or whatever. I think it's 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 about it. Maybe what I was thinking about with like the writing thing is like it's sometimes the more specific you get with your writing, like the more exact mm-hmm. it gets, the more uh, people think that it's going to get less interesting. But that's usually when it becomes better writing. Like the more uh, oh, for it's sure. not just like a broad version of, yeah. of whatever. Like the more if you write very specifically about your own experiences you think that they're not going to be relatable but usually they're like kind of more relatable in a way and a lot of the songs that maybe you respond to probably talk about something really very very hugely like specific to that person and for some reason it it ends up being more universal in a way kind of i mean i think yeah that's that's exactly the way i was thinking of it is like we all feel alone in our own like experience Mm -hmm. but we only feel alone in our own experience because we don't understand that everybody else is norm, not normally everybody else 
is experiencing the same sort of thing in a in a different body like not necessarily in a different way and that's why we can relate so well to each other it's like okay i just thought of this i could say in casual conversation uh, i drank some coffee this morning Mm -hmm. or i could say brian made me a cup of coffee in his keurig in a dick tracy mug i brought a bag of swiss miss a hot chocolate that was in, in a tub in my truck that I went, I went and got some of that out of there. Cause that's like what I, I, I just drink hot chocolate coffee, like as my <laughs> daily thing. So I was like, went and got that. And then I put some like whole milk in it. And, uh, I just told you a little more, few more details than just, I drank some coffee and maybe it just became a much more interesting story to you. <laughs> or maybe it was, I don't know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I, no, the the details add to it. It separates it from just being like, yeah, because you like, you're you're saying, and if tell me if I'm getting this wrong, you're saying if if you say I drank coffee this morning, that somebody can relate to that. But if you say it with all the other details, even like, if they you can didn't relate to, even it, if you but didn't, you're giving them more of an insight into, like the way that you did it. Yeah, yeah. even if they didn't, you know. <clears throat> They relate to it not in like a, oh, I also drank Swiss Miss hot chocolate yeah, coffee yeah. in a Tracy mug, yeah. but they, I don't know, it's more of a specificity thing. Did the devils in the details kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you prefer, or sometimes I, I prefer the songs that are just, I drank some coffee this morning. Yeah, know? yeah. That makes me think I should write a song called I Drink Some Coffee This Morning. <laughs> it makes me think of the difference between a writer like Hemingway would be uh, I Drank Some Coffee This Morning. Uh, Cormac McCarthy would be I Drink A Cup of Coffee with the Swiss Miss and blah, Ethiopian. Blah, blah. Yeah. 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 That's kind of a thing where with, with writing that's kind of interesting is you realize all the like a lot of I, like, I write every day and I'm like on this trip, I've been just, I've kind of made it a point to where like, I'm not going to work on any projects or anything that I'm working on, but I'm, I'm just want to kind of recount like whatever I did that day or remember like, where did I go? Who did I see? Mm-hmm. What was it like? Whatever. I've been like trying to think about, but I realized like I can give like a really broad thing. I was like, I went to this person's house and I did this where I can kind of go, I'm trying to go a little deeper into it. But then as I go, I'm like, I could write. You could write like a whole long, long thing about like, just keep adding details of like, this is what we talked about. And then we talked about this thing and then <laughs> this thing. It's like, it's weird. Cause it's like, I'll write like a few pages about like hanging out with like one friend. And then you're like, it still doesn't even, it feels like you're just scratching it. Like you're scratching the surface of it. There's still so much, the experience was so much more than you can convey like in the, in the writing of it. That's a kind of a weird feeling. Do you think if you were able to (laughs) if you were able to take video of whatever you're doing Mm -hmm. would you without without the viewer or without the whoever you're around if it was man this is I, i can't figure out how to say it if you could just take video of what you were doing and everything like a video would be normal would you still still have the desire 
to write it down. Oh, like is it oh, about yeah. is it about like documenting it or is it about like the process of remembering what you did and putting pen to paper or like putting it down? You know what's weird is like I feel like I feel like a part of it for me when I do that is I'm not even it's not even specifically what I'm talking about. I mean, I do want to, it is going to be cool to have like a log of what all happened and stuff. But the reason I write is more like, um, I just like the feeling of writing or Mm -hmm. the act of it, I guess. The way I think of it is that just happened. That just happens to be what's on my mind. What comes out. Like if you had a, if you had the video that I'm talking about of your life, like you're not going to, go back and like watch it no that's what i was thinking about writing this stuff is like yeah I, i'm having a, in my mind i'm like maybe i'll reread this but yeah. like i don't ever reread any but, of that stuff so like the video that you're replaying in your head while you're writing of it is there and then the writing part is just the process of figuring out how you feel about it yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh huh. I think, at least for for me, like that's what. It's like, like how if, you process if things. I'm, if I'm journaling, it's allowing, yeah, it's allowing whatever happened, to. Set, and go through my emotional bank, and then come out. Onto paper. Paper usually or. Sometimes I'll type and I can go back and read that. And it's almost like a second filter when mm-hmm. I read it. Yeah. 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 I know what you mean. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I just never, I never think of, I never thought about that until. That's what like, like part of writing every day. I realized a part of it is like, there's probably like a meditative type quality to it. Mm hmm where like if i'm anxious about like work or or whatever's going on like there's a part of me that feels better just about thinking through things and kind of mm-hmm. having time to sort of be like what do i like one of the things i do i started like a few years ago i was realizing that a lot of the purpose of writing it for me is like coming up with ideas for things I want to do or write about or whatever. And so I started doing this thing every, every day when, when I'm writing, I do a, it's called 10 ideas. And I'll just, I used to put them on my Instagram like a long time ago when I first started, yeah. but I kept, I've kept doing it, but it's turned into like basically 10 ideas of what I need to do today. Like usually it's like finish this. Like yesterday it was like, <laughs> I was at this coffee shop here and I was like, finish this session, go grab some food someplace and go back to Brian's house. <laughs> that's a, that's that was like my big idea. That's a simple list. So a lot of, some of it's like, it's all like just real, real like, usually it's stuff like to remind myself to do. That's, it turned into just, you, just little self reminders. When of. you do those things, do you cross them out? No. No? I usually forget I uh-huh. did them. And my, the last one, because I do 10, the last one is always, uh, have a good day. Like, because I always want to like, remind myself to try to have a good day. And the, but and I, and recently I added make it a good day like uh, yeah. like have a good day, and then make it a good day like As try to act number eleven, 
No, it, it's like oh. all the tenth. It's an asterisk. <laughs> yeah, it's like have a good day, but like make make it a good like day. don't just have it like do things to try to make it good, kind of thing. And it's just like a little, it's just like a little reminder, like because like I can I have the ability to affect the day I'm gonna have, and I can have a bad day. Yeah. Or I can try to do things to make it a good day. And the more I try to do that, then it's probably going to end up being a good day. Well, it's different. <laughs> like, yeah. If, I went from, like a saying, I used to, like, say, be joyful. But instead of be joyful, which sounds like a command, yeah, I say, try to be joyful. And it sounds more comforting that's why i i I used to say have a great day and i was like that's too much (laughs) that's too much have a good day like a good aiming for a good day feels more like realistic yeah Yeah. Yeah. or something but then yeah that's funny that's a that's helpful on it when it is a bad day when it's like you you're miserable and you're like you're in a bad mood and you just write like have a good day and you're just like Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> I can try to have a good day even today. Not yeah. that's always like kind of a like if I'm trying to like my last few days at Home Depot when I was working there. It was like I remember just being kind of stressed out about it and not wanting. Oh no, you're like I'll be sad a little bit, but I'll be relieved, and I don't want to have to have conversations with people about mm-hmm. not being being there anymore. But then I was like, just focus on ending in a good way and not leaving and being like. You want to leave and people say like, yeah, that, they were a nice person. Not like, wow, what a freaking jerk. What a weirdo. I'm glad they left. I think, what do you, I think that's a good spot to like Okay. wrap it up. Okay. Yeah, I was how just much thinking. Time, how much time do we get? This is about an hour and 18 minutes. Oh, wow. That didn't feel like an hour. Did you have any last minute things you wanted to say to Croc? The Croc Company. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I said Crocs enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think I'm if there's any. I'm definitely gonna repost it with Crocs. <laughs> I'm gonna hashtag them. Yeah, got to. I don't know if it'll do anything, but it doesn't hurt. You gotta take advantage of the hashtag opportunities and. <laughs> the, oh, I thought of <laughs> what? I was telling. This is just kind of a funny thing. I think I told you and Tuck like the first night when I was driving around and like taking pictures, and I was like. The whole, whole time I'm like on this trip, I'm all I can think about is like my Instagram and like I'm gonna take <laughs> pictures of this and then pictures of this and I'm like, like I was driving around the first night and I was just like, I need to like, am I is there something wrong with me? Like all I care about is going somewhere so I could take a picture of it so I can put it on Instagram, which I know is normal. You and Tuck were both like, yeah, that's, that's y'all totally y'all normal. do that too. So I was like, okay, cool. I felt like I was like. The- the, the gram is hungry. You must feed it. <laughs> you know all about that. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram stuff. Right. Hashtag Instagram. Okay. All right, cool. Hey, thank you. I'm glad we found time to yeah, do this. That was great. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening. All right, bye.